0: If you listen to this podcast, you know better than anyone that there are so many daily skincare products that claim to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles. But the question is, how do you know which products actually work? You know what I like to see? Good science and some clinical studies that take the guesswork away. Well, Ritual does that. Ritual's Hyacera is a once daily skin supplement clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. How do I know? Well, I asked the company to see the studies, you know me. I'm usually skeptical of supplements unless I get to see the receipts and Ritual's Hyacera has them. Ritual works with world-class certification bodies to validate their products. And their clinical study showed that taking the Hyacera supplement led to a 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. I've gotten into the habit of taking it daily and I've really noticed a difference in my skin texture. Ritual supplements are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Ritual is also a female-founded B Corp meaning they're holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of the people and our planet. And did I mention how good my skin looks since I've been taking Hyacera? I think I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off.
1: Okay. We have a show for you, everyone. We have been trying to get Lacey Redway, the famous hairstylist, everyone, on for the show for like since 2016. Like she even talks about it. And yes. finally, hi. she's here.
0: Hi, that's Jess talking. I'm Jen. This is oh, Fat Mascara. Fat hey, Mascara Beauty Podcast. Okay, sorry. Hi. <laughs> Listen, you press play on the
1: damn show, okay? You know where you are, okay? Unless you like, <laughs> <laughs> like just like, uh, where
0: am I pressing buttons? Remember my mission to get us like search indexed better?
1: Yeah. Hi, I'm still waiting for one of our Google listeners to, uh, a Google executive. Explain it. Hi, hi. very big, powerful Google executive. Who's also Lacy? Probably fan. knows one someone on, at Google. <laughs> she knows
0: everyone. <laughs> All right, oh, welcome to the What's show, guys. Pants? I'm excited I too. I You're right, Lacy. Uh, we've known her for years, and we've been trying to have her on the show, and, it, and the and the everything collided. It's perfect. Listen, the scope of her portfolio is insane. She's done editorial work for Elle, Essence, Vanity Fair, Vogue, Teen Vogue. She got her start working in salons, backstage at fashion shows. These days, her celebrity client list is so extensive. I'm just going to name a few: Tessa Thompson. Ashley Graham, Priyanka Chopra, Zazie Beetz, Anne Hathaway—it seriously goes on and on. Carly Kloss, Gabrielle Union, Aquafina—should should I continue? I'd be here like all day. She's also a hair educator. She's worked for Nexus and she's a spokesperson for Tresemme. She splits her time between New York and L.A. But as you'll hear in the interview, she's actually Jamaican. Was born there and spent her early childhood there. And you'll also. Hear about her formative moment that put her on the path to becoming a hairstylist. We we talk about some of her favorite products, her number one tip for hair health, just like a good chat about the industry in general, catching up with a with a dear friend. We're so excited to have you on. Lacey Redway, let's let's do it. Lacey Redway, welcome to Fat Mascara. Hi.
2: Hi. First of all, you guys. Hi. Hi, Um, Lacey. I've been like looking at emails dating back from 2016 that we've been trying to do this. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. (laughs) We're like stalking you. No, I'm like, first of all, I apologize for taking so long to be on this podcast. I'm such a fan of your podcast and, you know, it just, got a little busy for a little minute, but (laughs) honestly, 2020 is both like a gift and a, you know, like there's so much, the silver lining for that is just like reassessing and reevaluating and just like prioritizing things that are important to you. And f- for me, this is important to me, like being oh. able to talk to you guys and and being able to, you know, speak and, you know, hear your audience and f- being able to, for them to hear my story. And if it like helps one person, you know, decide to like follow their dreams or whatever have you, I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity. So thank you for sharing your platform with me.
0: Oh my gosh. And yeah, reassess, and reconnect since we haven't seen you in a while. And now we know your story a little bit, but yeah, we want to we want to share with our listeners. Tell tell everybody how did you even become a hairstylist?
2: Okay, that is like a loaded, loaded question because um, I've been like, when I say it, it sounds kind of crazy because I'm also still quite a young person, but I've been doing hair since I was 11 years old. So um, yeah, I immigrated to the United States from Jamaica the island, and I have to say the island because, you know, Queens, yeah, you know, (laughs) only only New Yorkers really get that, but, you know, I have to differentiate that, and, um, Jamaica, the island, and I came to the United States when I was eight years old, um, you know, very, um, very common immigrant family story. You know, my mom came here, um, you know, she was a nurse in Jamaica and my dad was a police officer in Jamaica and, you know, they immigrated here and, you know, trying to make a better life for their family, you know? So, um, I came here when I was eight and then, um, My mom had someone put a relaxer in my hair pretty early on, like at eight years old, because Mm -hmm. um, also, you know, growing up in the 90s, you know, most parents didn't know how to take care of um, texture. There weren't a lot of uh, like products on the market or there weren't a lot of, um, you know, real education on how to care for textured hair. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our parents were also struggling. So Mm -hmm. that was the solution that we knew was to put this chemical you know in our hair that we now know is so damaging for us um and my hair fell out so i i i be kind of became my own hairdresser and uh, and along with that you know also coming from an immigrant family you know i wanted to have my own means of income i didn't realize that i was kind of like um becoming a young entrepreneur you know before like really understanding what that is but um you know i i started like doing everyone's hair at school like braiding um it was also like the era where um there was this like basketball player Allen Iverson had really <laughs> yeah. like
0: Intricate braiding styles. We know who. Yeah. like, I, I don't know if that ages me because I guess you're right. There's people now too young all of us, to know. right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I, I, I tell on myself all the time. I forget. <laughs> yeah, his hair kind of was
0: a thing in the '90s, yeah. wasn't
2: it? Like his braids, were like yeah, on the, yeah. If you were a basketball fan or just in general, like I wasn't a basketball fan, but I remember his hair. I remember, yeah, the love, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, and also like um, you know sitcoms like where like Brandy. I don't know if you guys yes. ever watched Moesha. Yes. Had, like Box, right, so braids are like a you know we we're seeing the styles that we're seeing. My now. reference point would be poetic justice. For Hello, the braids, poetic justice, but yes. right? But like, I mean, look all, at me, I'm dressed like. Her today. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Um, but all the references we see now are like inspiration from that yeah. period, you know. So I yeah, I was like braiding everyone's hair for like five ten dollars in school, um, and it was kind of just like a side hustle. I never thought I would like do be a hair stylist as a living um I was always intrigued with the fashion space so I knew I wanted to work in that space but um I thought I was gonna do fashion PR because I also Mm -hmm. like yeah I watched this there was like this tv show I think it was on MTV I don't remember um it was about fashion PR and I saw that show yeah I think it was like
0: Kelly Kelly controller yeah yeah I remember it
1: yeah. Oh, Kill on Earth. Well, no, no, that was her is, book. Was that was the name of it? No, that was her book. Oh, my God, I'm forgetting. But the the one, I know the word you're talking about. And she was like, like all the, they were all going crazy. And like, there was the guy with, same, Andrew. Oh <laughs> yes. You wanted that job? Nobody yeah, I was like to say, that, like, that's I, to okay, the hell out not, of you. Not,
2: not just that, like, there were other things that I, you know, was intrigued with <laughs> with being in fashion, but not her, I don't know what intrigued me about the show. I can't remember, like, you know all the characters more than me, yeah. but <laughs> I remember that was part of, like, my inspiration for wanting to work in fashion, but I didn't know that hair would take me there because hair was just like a, like, you know, it was just something I always knew how to do. It was like a natural thing. So it wasn't until later on that I went to school to properly understand, like, you know, the foundation of hair and like how to like correct my haircuts and like really understanding the education behind, you know, hair follicles and everything like that. But, um... I started working in the business before I even like became a licensed hairstylist um, as an assistant, you know, so. Question, I have a question. So you go to
1: hair school, but I'm picturing you going to hair school and you knowing so much more than the other people who were there. Like, did you feel that way? Or was everybody in hair school like like yourself? Like I've been doing hair since I was 11, but I just have to go get the certificate and bounce. Yeah,
2: I have this thing where I like, sometimes I don't really let, I I didn't really tell my classmates what I was doing outside of school. And like, I, because I didn't want anyone to, yeah, that for those reasons, like I didn't want anyone to think that I was coming in thinking that I knew more than them. My, my instructor found out, I don't remember how or if I told them, but I did kind of see like some sort of weirdness of like them not, you know, and I never want, you know, never wanted to like create any. You didn't want to show off. Yeah, that's yeah, I know uh, yeah. <laughs> I okay, it. okay. Um, but yes, but I was going to school at night. The the year that I went to school, so fast forward I did hair in high school. Okay, um, you know, I worked in a hair salon also. Um, and then I started I, I the last woman I worked with, she worked in a hair salon. And uh, the last woman that I worked in a hair salon with, she did photo shoots, but not like like not the shoot kind of like magazines you guys worked with, you know, or that yeah. I shoot with. And I assisted her and I saw, you know, I was like part of the experience to photo shoot. And I got to see the whole like how photo shoots happen. And that really, you know, excited me to want to pursue it. So I started my own portfolio and then I started assisting and um, passing out. Passing my portfolio to different agencies, you know, like contacting them to assist, but the way that I really like got started backstage was just through recommendations from other assistants,
1: okay. It's interesting, how yeah, you said like you you started doing like you know photo shoots backstage. your you know body of work is so broad, you know you do you know you work with a lot of celebrities, anyone who's listening you know, who knows your work, like is immediately calling to mind all of this incredible celebrity work that you do, but you also do, you know, like ad campaigns and you do like a lot of commercial work. Where do you feel you're most at home? You're really hard to like kind of pin down. I was like, oh, Lacey, she does X or Y. Like, where do you feel happiest?
2: You, it's interesting that you frame that question that way because um, for me, I don't like being pinned down. Well, it's it's clear like you're all yeah. over the place. <laughs> I, I'm, in a good I, way, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm kind of like yeah. In the, in the in yeah. Thank you. By the way, um, I like. I feel most at home there. If you notice in my work, there is always an element of like an editorial sort of, you know. Influence, you know, even with the women that I work with yeah. on the red carpet, you know, like if you look at the stuff that I do with like Tessa Thompson, for example, you know, um, it, it's always a very like pushing kind of what we've known red carpet hair to be, yeah. you know, so I I, I I, love I love fashion. You know, I love working. I love fantasy hair, but I also um, like things that are really refined. Um, So even within something that's supposed to be um, not so done, there's still um, purpose, you know, to Mm -hmm. the finish of the work that I do. So I I feel most comfortable. Yeah. Work. I I like interchanging, Mm -hmm. but I feel most. Yeah. I love interchanging and I like um, doing things that I, that you typically don't expect or you're, you're told you're not supposed to do so. I kind of have like a rebellious, you know,ness to my work and how I approach my work. Got if ahead. that if that answers your question, yeah, yeah, I know it does. <laughs> For sure.
0: Um, you also came up, so you came up in the salon a salon a little bit, and also doing your friend's hair. But when you entered into the editorial world, whether it was working with this woman who you were doing some of the photo shoots with, I don't know if this is true, but I know from just and my experience, at least in the editorial world. There wasn't a lot of diversity on set when we were first coming up in like the early aughts. Like, I'm wondering, as a Black woman, did that affect your career tra- trajectory? Like, did you see yourself, okay, I'm going to get pigeonholed or I have to pick a path? Like, did it have any influence on what how you ultimately became this like maverick of doing all these things?
2: Those are also the reason that like I didn't want to be pinned down because as a woman of color, you often are pigeonholed, you know, to do certain things. Where while it's exciting to be thought of when uh, people are shooting people of color, because we do want to make sure that they, um, you know, we are seen in our best light on, you know, in the advertisings or you know on the covers of magazine. But um, it's also nice to be thought of with all tear types and texture, you know, yeah. because. Um typically if you can master textured hair you can master any hair because uh you know our hair takes a lot more um, patience to 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 understand you know there there's a lot of a lot of understanding because um there's misconception you know around our hair type and what it's capable of
0: is that still the case like from you know 15 20 years ago when you first started to now do you find that still to be the case misconceptions um, in the
2: ability to pigeonhole I, I, I think I think um we're getting to a better place now, you know. I think um Thank God to the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, honestly, um, has really forced the world to open their eyes and... and, and Oh, yeah, and, we're about and, a, year, well, a year, well, not from Black Lives Matter, but from yeah.
0: when it really entered the editorial world, like, oh, yeah. shit, we got a problem.
2: Yeah, you know, to really, like, made us look at ourselves. You know, what are, are we doing the right things? Are we making the right decisions? Are we supporting everyone the way that they need to be best supported? I remember seeing, like, this post from this model backstage saying, that, like, everyone... Like, she did, like, a time-lapse. Do you guys remember seeing this video kind of went viral on Instagram? Like, this model, like, um, so many people were passing her by not wanting to do her hair, you know? Oh, my because God. Because there... Yeah, there, like, there weren't, you know... People were scared, I guess, to to touch her hair. Whoever was backstage didn't have the knowledge. And I think she ended up saying the manicurist did her hair.
0: <gasps> I cannot believe the hair team. Yeah. Uh, that... And you work backstage. Is that, a, is that a typical, does that happen? Would it be like, okay, Lacey, can you please do this girl because she has textured hair, she has I mean, it I, I definitely
2: um, is something that, but I, I would much prefer you ask me to do her hair, you know, than to someone to send her or someone not to do her hair at all. I would much prefer if I'm back there to be asked to do that. But I think now there's a lot more assistants backstage that are capable of doing textured hair.
1: Do you feel that, young Black hairstylists are getting opportunities to work with talent on set, um, you know, all hair types? Or do you feel that they're still getting pigeonholed of like, oh, you know, they're really great with Black hair? I think it is breaking
2: um, by seeing more visibility, you know, um, seeing someone, you know, like... Um, you know, a younger hairstylist coming out of beauty school, seeing someone like me do well and being able to showcase that I'm capable of doing all hair types and texture. Mm -hmm. And then I I think what's important that younger stylists need to remember, um, because I I feel like I came up in a generation where it was like pre-Instagram, like right before Instagram happened. So I, I assisted like all the like old school, like legends that, you know, that we know today to like do all of amazing things. But I also understand the new school and sometimes the new school doesn't want to train. And I think it's still important to do that. Um, and I, I think, um, you should always just learn how to do, you still, I think that people are still being pigeonholed, but I think that there's more opportunity now to, to, um, To speak up about, you know, and show and showcase your work. You know, Instagram is a great platform for people to discover you, you know, that in a way that we didn't have the opportunity, you know, back when we had to, like, bring our portfolios, you know, what was it? Nine, nine by 12 or 11 by 14 portfolios.
0: I remember. being in piles near our desks at the magazine and having to send them back. And like, they're so ridiculous. like God. God.
1: <laughs> the poor messengers, like <laughs> lugging it, like, you know, God, like getting like arm, arm ache for dragging all those portfolios yeah. around. Yeah. But now, you know, now
2: you have an opportunity to tell your own story from your own point of view and not just from the perspective of an agent or, you know, someone at an agency that might not be able to see your raw talent. You know, I think that um, you can you can. demand more to be seen by um, the level of work that you're producing. You know, you don't have to sit back anymore and wait for someone to give you an opportunity. Go get your opportunity, produce your own shoot, produce your own content, show your work. Mm-hmm. And no, no one can ignore talent, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it doesn't matter what how, how much you're rejected. Someone will eventually say yes. There's also, you know, a celebration also not, not seeing something as like needing to be, have validation from white people, you know? So, you know, you know, I don't think that you should think about, um, being pigeonholed because you're not getting to do a white person's hair, you know, (laughs) um, celebrate, (laughs) the, you know, what What you you are are doing, you know, and celebrate the opportunities you are given. And if, if that is important to you to just really show your um, versatility, then like, you know, create your own content, you know, team up with people that are like-minded like you and, and that want to produce the same type of work. And that's kind of how you grow together and, you know, and then people can't ignore you once you're, you know, once you're doing amazing things. I think that's great advice.
0: Okay, keeping up with travel plans and a wellness routine, I don't think I'd be able to do it without Aloe Moves. This summer, I'm going to visit my stepson in Germany. I'm staying with some friends up the mountains, doing some camping. The only way exercise and wellness is going to happen is in the Aloe Moves app. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that will fit your schedule. There's yoga, Pilates, strength workouts, meditation, sound bath, nutrition, beauty stuff like facial massage, I love it. It's really easy to see why Aloe Moves is an award-winning app. Whether you want to start a guided program, try a new style of workout, or just stay on track with your wellness goals while on the go, Aloe Moves has it all. Let's say, I don't know, you've been camping, you slept on the ground, it was cold, you're achy. Okay, it's me. Anyway, when I wake up, I go right onto the Allo Moves app on my phone and I do one of the morning sculpt and stretch videos with Tawny Janae. They're so good. They're only like 20 minutes each. And they get out the muscle kinks and they help you do a little like muscle toning too, if that's your thing. Stay on top of your wellness routine no matter where you go. Sign up for Aloe Moves today. Join allomoves.com and use the code Mascara20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial. It's totally free. You have to do it. Plus, enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20, all caps, for a 30-day free trial and 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alomoves, A-L-O, moves.com, and the code is MASCARA20. If you listen to this podcast, you know better than anyone that there are so many daily skincare products that claim to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles. But the question is, how do you know which products actually work? You know what I like to see? Good science and some clinical studies that take the guesswork away. Well, Ritual does that. Ritual's Hyacera is a once daily skin supplement clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. How do I know? Well, I asked the company to see the studies, you know me. I'm usually skeptical of supplements unless I get to see the receipts and Ritual's Hyacera has them. Ritual works with world-class certification bodies to validate their products. And their clinical study showed that taking the Hyacera supplement led to a 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. I've gotten into the habit of taking it daily and I've really noticed a difference in my skin texture. Ritual supplements are vegan, gluten-free and made traceable. Ritual is also a female-founded B Corp meaning they're holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of the people and our planet. And did I mention how good my skin looks since I've been taking Hyacera? I think I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. I am always willing to try a new beauty product. Honestly, it's part of my job. I'm a beauty editor. But hair is a bit different. Once I find something that's working, I'm going to stick with it. I've interviewed enough dermatologists and hairstylists to know that habit and consistency is how you improve your hair and scalp health. Vegamore makes it easy. With Vegamore, my hair is visibly thicker, shinier, longer, all that good stuff without harsh ingredients. Every cute pink bottle of Vegamore products is 100% cruelty-free and they're never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals. Let me tell you about the Grow Hair Serum, probably the product I'm most consistent with because I have a subscription. I've been using it almost a year and you know where I think it makes the biggest difference is probably the hair around my temples. It just looks fuller when I pull it back in a ponytail. You know what I'm talking about right along the hairline. Anyway, if you are new to the brand, you might want to check out Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit, where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. And when you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on the products that you need to take care of your hair. As I said, the key is consistency and Vegamore makes it easy. Honestly, it's no surprise to me that Vegamore sells one bottle of the Grow Hair Serum every 15 seconds on their website. Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, Fat Mascara listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash fat mascara and using the code fat mascara at checkout. That's Vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R, vegamore.com slash fat mascara. Code fat mascara to save 20% on your first order. Again, dot com slash fat mascara. Code is fat mascara.
1: you mentioned that you're, you know, really inspired by a lot of styles that you're seeing and a lot of different, you know, looks, what are some looks that you're really into right now? And is there any, are there any looks that you're like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with doing that.
2: (laughs) Um, I, Yes. Yeah. Like right now from but I go into phases because I, 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 I love to look at history, you know, and, and that's really how I, you know, get inspired. Not so much by like Pinterest, you know, I'm like re looking at art books and looking at like, you know, women from like African villages and like, you know, women from, you know, in the forties and the thirties and twenties, like inspired by their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I right now I'm really into retro hair, you know? I'm really into seeing, you know, more of retro hairstyles coming back. Um, right now I'm kind of bored with baby hairs, you know, like I, (laughs) I I feel like I, you know, I feel like that's something that I, I'm, I'm not as, you know, excited as I once were, you know, about, but, um, I, I just love to see people like play, play with like extreme lens or like, you know, really like challenge what our perceptions are of what you know hair can do you know with gravity or you know stuff like that so that's what I'm into I'm just into um seeing really
0: experimental hairstyles can we talk about the history stuff though a little bit um because I was curious you I know you always reference history but do you think it's important for stylists to have that knowledge like if you're doing like a bantu knot do you want People to know where that came from? Like, how important is that? That is so
2: important. It's so key, actually, to me, you know, to really, I feel like to really understand. Um, especially if you want to work on photo shoots, you know, and you want to work with directors. I think it's important to understand where things came from, arrived from, you know, to really be able to speak truly on it and really understand, you know, even if you put a spin to the technique, but really like respecting, you know, especially if it's something like involving like a tribe, you know, women, you know, from a tribe that you want to really respect the heritage of that. And, and I think that, you know, um, that gets lost a lot in this new era, you know, of, um, beauty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this, I got to dig into this a little bit. Okay. So, you know, when people say, you know, well, you have to kind of and and people can't see me right now. So I'm kind of like I'm smiling, but I'm smiling because it's like, I, I know what you're talking about. And it's difficult to people say, well, you need to show like appreciation. You need to show the context. But sometimes when someone just shows a picture, we don't know if they know. We don't know if they understand. We can't because we can't have a conversation with them. We can't there's not there to kind of like sort of defend themselves, so to speak. How do you kind of gauge? I had, for me, it's like, you know, that, that like expression, like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you see it. Yeah. Like for me, that's how I feel. How's your, how's your feeling?
2: I think, um, I think how you know is you, you just, it's a feeling, right? Like sometimes you could just see it like you're saying, but, um, why it's important is because, you know, there. We're on set, like when we're working, we're referencing like decades so much, you know, like Mm -hmm. different decades so much. And, you know, it's one thing to be able to do your own makeup or your own hair, you know, on your YouTube channel. But it's like if you want to work on set... You know, you should really understand those kind of references because, um, you know, especially on a photo shoot, it's, a sto- it's storytelling. So if you want to be able to truly tell the story, you should really understand that woman that you're referencing.
0: Or Yeah. Or what if, have you ever done a client's hair, like say you want to do a particular type of braid and you have a discussion with them, like, I'm going to give you these braids, but let me give you some background on what they are. Has that ever happened? Um. Yeah, that happens, but, um, not
2: usually it's aesthetic, right? So if someone likes how something looks, that's what they, you know, typically as a client, but as a professional, it's important to understand the, the real history. Like,
0: okay, you know, these are Ghanaian and they've been here. Like what you would never do that. You just be like, I'll give Uh, you the look you want. Well, if they're bringing in a photo, I would, I would for sure,
2: you know, I would touch on it potentially, but, um, I've never had that scenario. Cause I
0: feel like I would want to know, like, you know, yeah. but, I, but I, maybe but you're the a different, that you're you have a different
1: person. Yeah. Jen.
0: And they, and they know <laughs> yeah. What would you like to see more of on the red carpet? Like you've been this last year, I've seen some of the looks you've been doing. We haven't really been doing red carpet, but on your Instagram and things, you're really pushing the envelope, doing a lot of storytelling, a lot of historical references. What do you want to see more of? Like, what do you want a client to come to you and be like, please let me do this. We're going to do this for the Oscars. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's happening.
2: Like, like I, you know, I did, um, this director, her name is Garrett for the Oscars and we did baby hairs, you know, and and like braids, you know, and and like that's I've never done that for any other Oscars year, you know. So it, it's, it's nice to sh- see what I want to see more of is um, people's personality, individuality. You know, I, I feel like for so long, you know, you you get dressed up to this event and you're you know, you you want to feel kind of like you know, like a fairy tale or a princess Mm -hmm. or whatever. And there's like these really romantic ideas of like what you should look like, you know, but I I love seeing people like go against the grain. So that's what I love. It's just seeing more individuality of like people doing them regardless of wherever they're going.
0: Yeah. So, and when you sit down with a client, say it's for, let's just keep going with this red carpet thing. What influences do you draw on? Do you just listen to them bringing a picture or... Are you going to bring out your art books or like, where are you getting
2: the inspiration for all of this? So I am so fortunate because I work with so many people that are artists, you know, we're all artists. So we, it's, it's, it's quite a collaborate, you know, like a collaboration, you know, the process, you know, it's usually involving a group chat with like us and the, you know, with the client, myself, stylist, makeup, you know, and, and we're like, um, first the, you have to know what the dress is. In my opinion, I, I don't feel like, um, I'm a good storyteller. If I just create, random looks without even knowing the other elements that are involved. So I I like to have, I like to collect all the information before I start the part of my job where, you know, I might mood board and and show references or, you know, and, and we kind of collectively talk as a team, you know, and decide what works. Um, so it's, it is a, It is um, a very involved process when, you know, people see things on the red carpet and, you know, some things are intentional, you know, like the finishing, like if there's a flyaway or something that could be intentional, you know, that maybe to a a person at home might not understand it because they might not understand what the reference is behind the looks that, you know, we're producing. What's like a great
1: reference someone brought you?
2: I mean, the Met Gala is always a fun event that people bring like great references. Um... I can't think of one off the top of my head now, but um, I generally have a ton of references. Like I have like things that I see that remind me of the like a individual that I work with. Like, oh, my God, this is like something so and so would love. And, you know, mm-hmm. so
0: I, I collect them. Yeah, you mentioned the decades a little bit. Can I ask you about that? Because, like, say someone comes to you and they're like, okay, here's the dress, and everybody's looking at it on the team and they're like, 70s vibes all over. Yeah. Is your instinct then, okay, I got to do some sort of 70s hair look, or do you like to go against that? Like, are you matchy matchy, or I feel like the contrarian
2: in you is, I don't know, tell Mm. me. Sometimes, sometimes I want to go like, go there and like, you know, do full on like, at, you know, typical, like, like if you had a sequence dress, like, you know, big, like Diana Ross, like sometimes that's the vibe, right? It depends what, where we're going and, and, and what it's called for. But then sometimes you, I want to go completely against it, you know, and the makeup artist might want to do something really, um, you know, intricate with the makeup. And then that, for me, that means to, uh, Peel back with the hair because you don't want everything to be so like Costume. in sync, in sync. Yeah. 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 So it really, that's why it's important to have synergy in the teams. You know, I, I feel like the red carpets that you, you know, we all see that we're all so inspired by is because there's synergy in those team dynamics. You know, everyone is really giving each other space to be creative and and to kind of find their own voice. Um, it, that's usually what it, what it is when you see these like red carpets that really land all the time and, and it doesn't look like somebody fumbled.
1: <laughs> so many fumbled. That's that's funny. I, it, yeah, it is. It's like uh, that football analogy is kind of hysterical. Like, but yeah, it's like oh,
0: fumbled, and then the Monday morning quarterbacking, Ooh. and everybody's like, oh, did you see what so and so did last night on the red? Like, Ooh. you know, the morning after when we sit, we're at the magazines, we're all talking about like, oh god, they messed up. Yeah, oh, and you you're like.
2: It would have been perfect, except that eye. It would have been perfect, <laughs> except that lip, or you know, whatever it is. So you know whatever it was the, the makeup part. That was the fault. I mean, because never the,
1: hair. It's never the hair. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I would hate to be a part of like. Oh my god. Can you imagine if like yeah, you think it's your like the eye or the lip? Oh my god. All right. So listen. Or it could be the hair, and it could be the dress. You know, we've we've seen like. Have the teams ever come together? I've never thought about this or asked this question. Have the teams ever? come together after like a look was not quite right and like I kind of done like a little like a SWAT analysis so, like you know okay like what went wrong post-mortem they yeah, call it uh, like okay. in
0: the me- like business yeah. meeting like after the
1: fact yeah I've been mean, like okay like, guys just, this like, is
2: not our best like yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> ha- has, has that ever happened or is it just done kind of in silence
2: I think it has I can't I I, I I don't remember uh, it happening. (laughs) It didn't happen to you, but maybe it's (laughs) happened to someone. I feel like it has to have happened. Has to. It has to. I feel like, you know, especially when you work with people for years, you you become so close and you're friends that you're, you know, we're all talking like this, like how we're talking. So there definitely are moments where I, like, it's not my best or, you know, it's not like for sure. And you could take... Ownership of that and understand that, hey, you
1: know, we gave each other room to be creative and sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, that's like any kind of creative team. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's let's get a little bit more technical. Okay. You always talk about hair health, which I really like. You're very big on promoting hair health. And you know, I just want to know like what are some tips that we can all take away from this conversation? How can we get our hair a little bit healthier? Mm.
2: Okay. So I don't know if you guys have been following my fitness journey or at all on Instagram, but, um, what I have no noticed to be the key to like f- skin, hair, and nails, it's not something that you can buy as a beauty product. It's water.
1: I was, you know, I was going to say water, but I didn't know if like I was going to be wrong. Sorry, I didn't say anything. It's water. Like, honestly, like, being hydrated
2: (laughs) contributes to so much of, like, the things that we, like, our dry hair and, like, you know, our nails constantly, like, breaking and our skin, like... Since I've been like trying to drink so much water, you know, because also working out like you need it to replenish your body. I've noticed a difference in my skin so much. Your skin looks good. um, You look good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, aside from that, I think also giving your yourself a break, you know, I think also what was thriving so much in 2020 was our hair, nail, and skin, because we weren't yeah. like doing so much as we once were, like constantly putting on makeup, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and, but... Uh, also, aside from that, you know, I I do love um, to use products that are not so um, risky to ch- like try in terms of like my pockets, like spending so much money. <laughs> <laughs> that was a so, nice way to put that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, you know, I do, I do. Um, besides, like, I get to try a lot of different products. That's the beauty of you know working in this industry, as you guys know. But um, I do use like. Um, I use some drugstore products like Nexus and Tresemme, you know, to like really hydrate my hair, you know, um, and having a lot of hair that I need. Like, I, I don't like to use expensive conditioners because I need so much of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Same. What's your favorite tub? Like what kind of conditioner is like if a client comes to you and they have damaged hair, do you like you're like, take this home? Please use this before I see you next time.
2: Honestly, it really does depend on um, the hair type because just because someone's hair looks just like mine, it you still might need a different thing. Uh. But um, I've been using the Curl Defined from Nexus um, mm. because I, you know, I do work with them, but I also like get the opportunity to try out so many products. You know, so I've been using that a lot, and it's been really. I, I love the pre-wash because it allows me to, um, you know, put in my hair. It softens my Hair before I shampoo it, you know, and and sometimes shampoos can strip your hair of its natural oils, so it it adds a layer to like put it on before you shampoo. Yes, interesting. Yeah, before I shampoo, and then I kind of like leave it on for a while, and I do like whatever around the house, and and then I rinse it off, and then I put a shampoo or conditioner, or sometimes I just co-wash only.
1: Okay. Very cool.
0: I, I while you were talking, I was like, "Oh, I wonder how she feels about protective styles." Because I know there's like two camps of like, "Cool, you're being, you're protecting your hair," or "It's pulled so damn tight, you're ruining your hair and your protective hair." Style. Yes. Style. How do you feel about like? A protective hairstyle in between some, some things that might do damage to hair? And, like, what are the ones that are actually protective? So I, I think um, just like anything, too much of a good thing can
2: be too much, you know? So even with protective styles, you still need to um, give your hair a break in between, Um doing like protective styles? style. Yes. So like in between you getting your hair, let's say box braided, you know, constantly for a while, you want to also have a period where you let your hair, you know, rest, you know, and so that you're not pulling too much of your hairline and 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 causing your hairline to recede, you know, prematurely or at, at all. Um, so I love protective styles because, um, you know, as a person, you know, with textured hair, um, it is easy for me if I'm, I were to go on vacation or, you know, some, some days, you know, I'm like, I work out, you know, like it helps, you know, it can help like me if I was like, you know, work, working out and not having to worry about my hair so much.
0: Yeah. Wait, what's your go-to like, I'll say quickie, like protective style for a workout.
2: Well, me personally, I've been pulling my hair back in a ponytail with like ponytail. a bandana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but but I, I do love like the idea of braids, you know, for for people to do when working out. Because you yeah. also get like when you take it out, you can get
0: like a cute texture too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. The like salt of the sweat. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Carry on, Jeff. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All
1: right. If you had lost your kit, okay, like just imagine oh, the horror. God. Okay. You lose your kit. What the airline product. loses, yeah, your kid. yeah. Oh, oh my god, bad, bad, devastating. Bad. Okay, let's not like let's let's not even say that. Okay, poop, poop, poop. What would you do? What would you rebuy? What product would you rebuy? Or What tool would you go and rebuy right away?
2: Okay, first of all, this has happened. Like landing and, you know, landing somewhere where your kit didn't make it on the flight or like, you know, being in a foreign country and like your tools um, because of the power, like not like and and you having to like figure it out. I've often had to use hotel blow dryers and they are not fun. (laughs) Not often. Like most of them are not up to par. Yeah. So I've had to make it work a lot. That's why for me... I don't rely on products, you know, because I like if I had to lose my kit, there's got to be like a brush in there. Oh like yeah. Like, it's oh. A my Mason Pearson for sure, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Because it's the, it's the most expensive brush in my kit. And that's why like, you know, people backstage will like put their names on it, you know, I uh, noticed or, like, that. like, yeah. Or like, like more than just like, we would like put nail, like our initials with nail polish, but more than that, we would like scratch our, <laughs> our initials in because especially if you have a new Mason Pearson, someone will like come backstage and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mine. You know? And then, you're like, uh-uh, that is not yours. My name is scratched in. You know? So that is the that is the one it's funny. one like brush that would absolutely drive me nuts. Also my shears, you know, because I and and most of my brushes though, like I like to use a lot of like um, Japanese um, made tools. Um, I like how they um, make their tools there. What are these fancy Japanese brushes that you use? Is there a brand that you like? Yeah. YS Park. I mean, I shouldn't be plugging anybody that's not sending me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, YS Park um, is the name of the brushes. And your shears, that's like when you're cutting, like do you always use the same pair? Um, I, depending on what I'm doing, like detailing, like I use thinning shears, you know, I use a lot of razor because I, even on my extensions, you know, um, I, I like to use, uh, I, I like things that give me control. You know, <laughs>
0: I feel like like with her workouts and everything, I'm like, don't mess with Lacey. She's got a plan and like get on board. Um, <laughs> What are what about some other products other than hair products or for your clients? What about for yourself? Like okay, um, skincare. I'm
2: really yes. In this, I'm let's not, do it. Yeah, I'm not so much of a makeup girl per se. Um, I wear makeup when I have to wake wear makeup. Um, like if I'm going to be on camera or, you know, sometimes when I want to be cute, if I'm going out, you know, with the girls or whatever, <laughs> but, um, skin is my thing. I love, love, love skincare. So, um, I love like any sort of moisturizer, you know, um, oh, right. No, we want specifics like take okay, us to the lazy yeah. regimen. I'm using, um, I'm using a lot of Fenty right now. Okay. Your skin looks So good. I, thank you. So I use, there's this, um, the Fenty skin. They have there's this, I'm really terrible at names, so I Oh we know them all. There's the cleanser, the fat water, okay, the sunscreen. Yeah. So the fat water, <laughs> I use the I use the what's the what's the one that um the cream for the shower?
0: Oh, is it a cleanser or the, the cleanser, the cleanser. Yeah, okay, yeah. I use that like the very I, first product she came out with. Yeah, I think, so was I use that. that and then I use it's the fat water. Lovely, it
2: smells good. Yeah, then I use the fat water. Okay. And then um there's a night cream that I use at night. Oh, you're like, you've got the whole Fenty regimen. Yeah, I have the whole thing. But I also really love Luweta. Willeta. Willeta. Willeta, yes. Yeah. I really love uh, w- like cream because it's really, um, as a hairstylist, my hand gets so dry. Because, oh, is it like,
0: the skin food in the green yes, tube? the skin
2: or- food. Yes, I love the skin food um, because... Maybe for some people it might be too heavy, but for me it's perfect because my I have to wash my hands so much. Mm-hmm. Especially now during COVID, like I wash my hands so much. And just in general, I like products. I like to feel things. So I do put a lot of product on my hand when I'm working on somebody's hair. So it might be like hairspray sometimes to like physically put you know, put away a flyaway or or, you know, creams or whatever. So I do wash my hands so frequently that I need a moisturizer like that yeah, to yeah. really, you know, help there. me moisturize my skin. Yeah. So I use the skin food. Um, I use... What else do I use? Um... I'm so bad with names. I I feel like I need to go to my bathroom and bring all the products in front of you. Like <laughs> what I'm, about fragrance. Do you, are you per, okay? Yes. Perfume? Tell us. I like the um, Saint Laurent um, Black Opium.
1: Mm. I think Jess loves that one. So yeah. huggable, right? Did you yes. feel like you should be hugged all over after? Yeah, you? I love Ooh, that so fragrance. Yummy. I love that
2: fragrance. Um, but really, really, what is my thing? Are candles. Ah, welcome welcome I to the love club. <laughs> a scented candle like if you want to give like if you're you don't know what to give me and you want to give me a gift get me a candle like I I, I love or a mason pearson brush, or a mason pearson brush <laughs> <laughs> yes. what um, candle are you burning right now um I, I I do a lot of um I do a lot of um diptyque so I do the base um I love the peony fragrance from um uh joe malone yeah oh peony and suede Yes, that yeah. peony, first of all, is my favorite flower. Mm. I just um they're they're now like so beautiful. Whole Foods has them now. They're so yeah it's, yeah, it's a season short too. So them yeah. while you Exactly. Run, so walk. I'm like <laughs> exactly, run do not walk. So I have um um yeah, so I love that fragrant um in the candle as well. Um, but yeah, I just and I just love all candles. I'm just a candle girl. Well, you know, we know what
0: to get you. <laughs> yeah, Those are good ones. Great. All right, this is so fun, but before we let you go, you have to do the Fat Mascara 5. I don't think I warned you about Ooh, this, but we do okay. this with all... Well, you listen, so you might know. We do this with all our guests, a little speed round. It's really... Let's it's do just it. like quick and dirty, just like quick word association. Ready?
1: Okay. Okay. What is the first speedy product you fell in love with? Okay, the first... What was the first? I do know.
2: And it's not even fancy. I'm not even, a, I'm going to show right. you guys,
1: I'm not even a
2: fancy girl. So right. I'm just thinking about things that are nostalgic to me that like, you know. Okay. So what was it? Like, I love Juergen's lotion. I get Perfect. it. I love Juergen's
1: lotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what qualities do you admire the most in others? I love people that are capable of
2: just being authentically them, like without, a po- like no apologies, like unapologetically, whoever they are. Like I, I, I respect people that, yeah, that can just really speak their mind.
1: Mm-hmm. I get that. Okay. What? Okay. If there were one rule you wish everyone would follow, what would that rule be? To be yourself. <laughs> And just also just to
2: be kind. I feel like, you know, so much of what's going on in the world is because we don't have understanding. Mm-hmm. So I really wish we had more of that. I agree. True.
1: agree i always sing agree after people say, I'm like, do I need to say that? I don't know if I need to say that. Just let them talk. Let them talk, Jess. Okay. Sorry, Brian. I love it. Okay. I'm, I'm always like, because I'm never going to be like, I disagree. But like, when I agree, I say, I agree. Okay, yeah, okay. when you agree. You... <laughs> okay. Um, what is the most played song on your playlist right now? Ooh, what is the, what is the most played song right now?
2: Oh, um, I've been playing a lot of Erica, Ba like I play a lot of music stations, so mm-hmm. I play like a lot of Erica Badu right now. Um, I, I don't know if it, there's a specific song, but I just
0: play a lot of different playlists. Like the Spotify, um, Erykah Badu radio is pretty good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and I let do let a lot roll? of
2: Pandora too. As- oh, actually SWV, I've ah. been playing a lot. Oh, okay. Yes. You're taking it back. Uh, yeah um I, they had they just did the verses on Saturday uh. with um like escape. And I just realized like how, Oh my God, I need to go. I hope that was recorded. It was. And you'll see me all in the comments. Like I, like (laughs) I was like fangirling so hard. I was like, please Coco sing for us. Like I was
0: like, (laughs) that's funny. I was into Jodeci this weekend for some reason, but I feel like it's just maybe the vintage is in the air. I don't know. Like right here SWV. it's probably (laughs) something I've been playing a
2: lot and you know, just in general, that's
1: Oh my god. So catchy. Okay. Okay. And then um, if there were oh god, it's like I'm reading this for the first time. If there were to be a movie made of your life, who would <laughs> who would narrate it? OMG. Oh my God.
2: Who would nar um my son.
1: My, oh my, I my love son. How old is your
2: son? He's eight. Oh my God, I want him to and, narrate it. And he's such a great storyteller. And he always surprises me of how well he knows me, you know? So uh, he would be able to like really tell that story so well, honestly. That's that's adorable. Yeah. We agree. (laughs) agree. So yeah, like cast him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We hope you
0: enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better